0: Okay, well we're now live, no and thoughts. so now I have hey, to switch you it so that people great. can see us. <laughs>
1: well, they can hear us right uh, now. But now
0: people can see us. There you go.
1: Okay, we are now fully live. What is up, everybody? Hey, where are we? <laughs> I'm <just kidding>. Yeah, this <laughs> is so a
0: change of digs for us.
1: It is. It is. It, it took us a little while, or <laughs> yeah, it took us a little while to get set up in here. But I
2: think we, uh, are, we normally start at like eleven thirty, though, right? I think eleven twenty ish. Okay, yeah, 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 more close ten minutes longer. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, anyways, yeah, we're in a, a new location. I'm yep. um, just trying some things out and um, this space is relatively a new church. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're when it's a relatively new space to the church. And so we just kind of wanted to jump in here and see how it was going to work out for lots of different uses. And so th- I think this is the first time. No, that something's getting filmed in here. Yeah. Not the first
2: time. And actually, I don't uh, think filmed, yet, right? uh, I filmed,
0: filmed like a little stuff? social media graphic or a little social media video in here one time. Oh, what okay, you okay, so talk about? Second um, huh? What'd you talk about? i think i was talking about that weekend it was the weekend before Uh, chad was here yeah and i think i was just like hey come to this weekend because chad's gonna preach it's gonna be awesome nice yeah
1: yeah it was a good time well should we just jump right in we want to talk about something funny first yeah i was gonna say do we want (laughs) to (laughs) do
0: i don't think we need to reach for that if it's not coming naturally
1: (laughs) Mm. well
2: (laughs) would be my opinion there it'll come later (laughs) (laughs)
1: Don't <laughs> come to me later you will come
2: throughout come, yeah, come. oh up my gosh something. well
1: okay well let's um for i guess before we jump in then if we want to talk not necessarily that it's funny but um jo we celebrated 10 years of him as lead pastor no that
2: is funny and- <laughs> because ten, 10 years ago he did look funny <laughs> because when wow. he was in youth ministry he was an amazing high school pastor truly yeah. incredible And that's not the joke part yet uh, because he really was pretty incredible. Uh, The joke part comes where he would not be afraid of any trends. And so you may remember a number of years ago, a trend of frosted tips where uh, men would spike their hair and like bleach the ends of it. Right. So there's some pretty stellar. Let me see if I can find that out there. If I can Um, find that,
0: I'll throw it up on the screen for those watching visually. Yeah. Let Let me see see if I can find it. Some
2: people normally watch, right? Um, but I, thought I had a picture of him with his bleach blonde hair. It wasn't the tips. I remember. So one of his old admins like showed me the video. He, he filmed like a video in his office. And so it looked so 2010s, like it was incredible love it. how it looked. Love that. Um, and yeah, he was like talking about something and spiked hair. It was amazing.
1: Sorry. No, I found a funny picture of you. Of me? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That is a great picture. Of you. Never looked better. <laughs> 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 that, that is, yes, <laughs> that is true. Oh, <laughs> I'm man. kidding. You
0: look great. So right. Yeah. Right. But, but what, um, yeah, what a cool
1: yeah, thing really, yeah, to it, celebrate it, him 10, ten years, years lead pastor. Um, and this weekend was really cool too. Like on um, the elders, I thought that was a really cool thing to have the elders surround him and pray and yeah. just encourage him and, and, uh, yeah. And that, so it's cool. It's a good thing. And then even uh, I had drew his son drumming with us this weekend. Mm. So it was kind of cool to talk to drew a little for a little while after we would come off the platform to be like, Hey man, you guys have, I mean, 10 years as lead pastor. And uh, what yeah. does that meant for you as the family? Right? Like, you know, so it was cool to talk to him a little bit. And, Did he say it means uh, he gets to be
2: at church a lot and
1: eat a lot of our snacks? Well, he drives now. So yeah, he does. Yeah. But I guess, I guess probably in the lead up to it, yeah. I would imagine that that probably meant a lot of like being here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom used to work at a church. I would sleep in her office like Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Um, right after church because she'd go. be like working on stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Every hey, Sunday. Hold on. I don't want to breeze
1: over this. So were you in the youth group while J.O. was the youth pastor? I was
2: a junior higher while he, I just started to be, I was like started freshman year when he was transitioning. And so I think for a time, um, so he was a high school pastor for a while. And then for a time, I think he was like the associate lead pastor or something like that he had a title in a transition period they worked out this pretty neat transition from Mm -hmm. our old um lead pastor to to jeremy Mm -hmm. and so i think i became a high schooler during the transition period so i never really had him as my high school pastor yeah but my siblings did so my siblings know him and his shenanigans, sure. And uh, I was like, uh, I was a junior higher, right? Well, done. so I, I was like, right next door. I was a neighbor. Yeah. Um, he was while well, he was rocking. So I it. was.
1: I was at a different church in the area at the time, but at one point I had come through when they were still doing youth group in what is currently Treasure Cove. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were having a worship night, and so I had come through with a friend of mine, and so we um went came through, and there was Jeremy, and this was before, way before I was like gonna go up and introduce myself and that whole thing. But yeah, so I remember. Yeah. Him- first impression.
2: Do you remember anything? <clears throat> excuse me um remember he's watching right now
1: yeah kidding. yeah no well like i said i mean i didn't really interact with him too much that night i just remember seeing him there um but yeah yeah so
2: i mean it, there was that's really kind of like meeting. where the maybe you can call it like relationship started between both yeah, of you guys was just like yeah, yeah saw him there and, i
1: saw him but there was no yeah. like hey i'm victor it's nice to meet you and like none of that sure. happened it was like oh there's that guy i didn't know he was the pastor i just kind of saw i was like wow I think he is on staff because he's a lot older than a lot of these high school kids. Yeah, so that's I right. I would assume that he's either like a leader a or super,
2: super, super, super senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really struggling with math.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> gotta get this boy in
1: remedial classes. You know, that's what I'm right. Saying? That's
2: right. <laughs> and he's cheating on his tests.
1: <laughs> so he said
2: that this, didn't he say that this week? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, it's a little that, bit uh, of a, yeah.
1: a little bit of an inside look into the sermon. Yeah, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, James, what are you thinking about? JL? I know. I'm still
0: I'm still trying to pull up the picture. Truthfully, I good for you. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I don't think I'm gonna be able to bring it up here, and it's a technical limitation. So you
2: do have it, though. I have the picture. Yeah, just walk it up to the camera. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, I have. I have the picture for sure. It's just for some reason not adding. Uh, not adding. Man. where i want it to add so it's gonna be so worth it's okay of, uh, it what a out. bummer okay yeah i will speak to the whole uh to pastor jeremy's 10 years i yeah, yeah. i have known him now for five years I'm so um sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah sympathy cards uh, yeah. available to the church just addressed to me um no i've known him for five years now and he first impression that i had of him was just he makes you feel when he's talking to you, he makes you feel like there's no one else in the world that matters right now. He, when he's talking to you, you are the only person that he is focused on at that time. Uh, and that's not out of uh, any way that he wants to to impress on you. It's not out of his agenda. He genuinely cares about you enough to the point where he just is focused on you. And yeah. that's so rare that you get that. And so I remember being bowled over by that. And at the yeah, time I've when I... have never seen
2: him on his phone during a conversation. Totally, like, yeah. And he I don't he even won't. know if he has a watch, a smart watch or something. Like,
0: Yeah, you wouldn't know because he's yeah. just, he's, he's there, he's present, he's focused on you. And then I remember being pretty... Uh, and this has nothing to do with him personally, but I remember when I first met him being pretty intimidated because he's like, he's the lead pastor of a bigger yeah. church. It's like, wow, this, you know, he's real tall. and he's <laughs> real tall. Yeah. And so it was kind so of was like, Oh man, like yeah. this guy, like, you know, I, wow. Like he, there's a, uh, an authority which he carries that at first was just intimidating to me. And then I met him and I was talking to him and he's just down to earth. Like he is, yeah. he is, uh, you know, all about the jokes. Like he likes to laugh and yes. have a good time. And it's true man, it's, I don't know. I just remember being just, he, he's he got this neck of being able to just take your guard down because of yeah. how genuine he is and authentic yeah. he is. And I think, uh, Gene, even one of our elders said that on Saturday night, his authenticity is just the biggest part of his character. They're in yeah. a world where there's so many masks and facades and people act, uh, differently than how they are. And they're different in their personal life and their private life and their public life. And all of those are different. Yeah. Pastor Jeremy just isn't that he is, he is consistent and he is always humble. Yeah. Um, I've never known anyone be uh, as humble as he is. And my phone's ringing, which that's probably, (laughs) that's probably him to say, you know, Hey, also, could you mention this? Yeah. yeah. Let Let me know
1: where to deposit that 50 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's just
0: a super humble guy. And I I love him. I love him to pieces. I'm so glad that he, I'm so glad that I get to serve God at this church under his leadership. That's That's a, Yeah. a big win for me in life right now. And something I'll always remember, uh, no matter what the future holds and we pray for another incredible 10 years plus, yeah. but no matter what the future holds, I will look back to this point as a point where God moved in my life through pastor Jeremy's leadership. So yeah. thank you, pastor Jeremy.
1: Yeah. Well guys, let's jump in on that note. Um, is okay. So Nathaniel, you were talking yep. about um, well, and then all that to say too, sorry, I'm back up. I my brain about. is going so much faster than my mouth right now. What was the title of Jo's sermon this last weekend? Was it, but God? Yeah. Is that what that is? That's uh, correct. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, cause for the first time, I know we've talked about it in the past, but for those of you that might be watching, there are digital sermon notes that you can take. And I did that for the first time. No, this you weekend. did that? I nice. did I did, I, you know, <laughs> all right i
0: don't want to know how you feel <laughs> no no, no it unless really it's all positive yeah we <laughs> Yeah, don't it's positive. Don't say anything.
1: Here, good no it bad. just was different it wasn't bad sure oh, but sure. it just was different than what i was used to so i had my phone out which also just made me feel weird just because i know that um just again being the role that i play it's really visible and so when i'm sitting there and i'm have my phone out for me i just kind of feel like it might be perceived like i'm texting mm. or like i'm you know, so yeah. that kind of felt weird for me, but rest assured, if you guys saw me, I was taking notes, I promise. Especially when you were like trying to get
2: service to your phone and you're in the middle of service, <laughs> like holding yeah. up your no, phone. I was actually, phone. I was actually trying to take a selfie. It was like at oh, church yeah, with yeah. my nice. family. <laughs>
1: That's what that was. Brutal.
0: and I didn't Brutal. take digital notes. I took physical ones. Really? But I've left and them I in took my
2: no bag. Notes. So, so wow, this is <laughs> all, all three of us are different. Backwards. Who's the holiest?
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I took oh. it on the notes of my heart. So okay, get wrecked.
1: Oh no, get wrecked. The notes of your heart. What does that That's even mean? mean? I don't know. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a song, like yeah. a. Like a Sounds like a really lame song, <laughs> a song love song from the eighties or something. Oh my know. gosh! Okay, well while yeah. James
1: pulls up his notes, Nathaniel, we are reading from Ephesians chapter two, verse one reading, through just I ten. Notes, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was on your heart, or in your heart, or what is it? I've memorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Ephesians chapter two, verses one through ten. Um, yeah. Let's have you go through verses one through four. Cool. And then I'll take up five through seven, and then
2: James, you can finish us off. You got it. Cool. nice build let's do it and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you were once walked following the course of this world following the prince of the power of the air the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh carrying out the desires of the body and in the mind and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind
1: but god being rich in mercy
0: the key line right there for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
1: Amen. Amen. See you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) James, will you pray for us before we jump in?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lord, we are just so thankful that we can uh, just study your word and we're so thankful for the truth. Uh, that you give to us in your holy word. And so, Lord, we just pray that as we get into that today, as we go deeper uh, into the sermon from this last weekend, that you would help us, guide us, give us wisdom to know uh, what to tackle and what to talk about god and lord we just are so thankful for pastor jeremy we're thankful for the last 10 years of his ministry here at shelter cove we pray for the next 10 years for him uh, that they would just be incredible that you would continue to guide his steps in leadership here at the church but lord bless our time together now we ask this in jesus name
1: amen amen amen, amen. all righty well um nathaniel actually, can we start with you for point one yeah sure yeah you want to take us there
2: yeah, so point one uh, in the notes of my heart I'm referencing, uh was all about who we were. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, clutched it. <laughs> of my um, I just love how me. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep running with that all <laughs> Yeah. All day. Um so just the layout. Um I think Jeremy kind of like masterfully laid this out in that it's sort of I, I think of it as sort of like a um like a biography of sorts. Like it's like it's like our story. And so it's um who we were and then maybe just to spoil it a little bit, but you guys already know this because you've already seen the sermon, but it's like who we were. Um, I can't remember how it's written exactly. It's what we used to do or um, is that right? The second point? How we lived. How we lived. And then it's what God did. And then it's who we are. Yep. Yeah. And so it's sort of like um, our story for like each and every one of us, sort of like a biography. So I love how it's laid out. Um, And yeah, it's from right at the top. I mean, Paul just kind of hits us with the gut punch. I feel like right yeah. in the middle of it, uh-huh. you know, he just got done talking about how, you know, Jesus is, has all things under his feet. This is just a couple of verses before right. gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And the Ephesians, when they're probably reading the letter for the first time, they're like, Oh, this is great. Like we're getting fired up a little bit hearing about Jesus. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, and you were dead. And it's like, Oh, like gut punch. <laughs> I saw a reel today. And it was like, um, it was like this guy shows up and he like gives this letter and it was like um, early church leader was what like the caption was and it's like gets this letter and then the guy like looks at the letter and he's all happy and he like takes off his glasses and it says, like it and it's like, Paul, an apostle, <laughs> dot, dot,
1: dot. And it's like
2: them knowing that they're about to get rebuked by Paul. Yeah. It's just so funny. But yeah, I mean, that's, you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, which we'll kind of talk about in a second. But yeah yeah, I mean... I love how Jeremy kind of made a point of saying like, this is not like, and you were struggling or you were right. um, on your last string or whatever the expression is, or like you were um, just about to give up or something like that, where it's not like there was any hope for us, really. It's yeah. you were dead in the trespasses. There's nothing that you could do to bring yourself back to life, right? Yeah. And so um, just thought that was a great place to start, you know, in sure looking at what, god did god his love and mercy is all that much more beautiful when stacked up against our um sin and stacked up against our trespasses as it says and so important for us to know that's where we started that all of us were dead first yeah you know for us to realize what salvation is like i think cs lewis talks about how like um you know we kind of have to preach to you know part of preaching the gospel is talking about how we are sick and we need a doctor Right. If people don't know that they're sick, then they're never going to turn to the doctor or the hospital, right? Yeah. So those are just a few of my opening thoughts is for this first point.
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna say to Jeremy also I really liked he talked about and it's referencing verse one, the very first verse, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins, right? Um and so I for me, he had talked about like the analogy of like an archer, like when you're shooting for the target. Even if you're just a millimeter off or if you're like a mile off, either way, like you haven't hit the target, like you've missed, you've sinned, right? Um, And that led me down a really interesting question that I kind of want to pose to both of you. Um, Is all sin equal or are there differences in sin? Like, is there one sin that's greater
2: than the other? You don't take down first? Right. Yeah, I have, I have a thought but i just shared a go whole ahead. bunch of stuff
1: no
0: dude go ahead with your thought and then I'll, i i feel like we probably are coming from the same place on it
2: so
1: you yep. go ahead and share what your thought was and
2: yeah it's sort of like a recap the question real like quick yes and
1: no recap so, the question real quick
2: just yeah for, is all sin equal is all sin equal i would say it's yes and no like as far as whether or not it leads to death then the answer is yes all sin equally leads to death all gossip is the same as all murder in that sense of like it makes us um, no longer uh, able to be in the presence of God and thus death. Sure. Um, yet there's also a way in which different sins have um, different consequences. And so sure. I think like the eternal consequence of sin is equal, but I wouldn't necessarily say that the um, not eternal consequence, but maybe the um, temporal consequence or whatever. I don't know. Big smart word for the not eternal consequence is very different. Like if you gossip to somebody, that's very different than murder. Um, yeah, in that sense, like here on earth. Does that is that kind of what you were thinking, James as well?
0: Yeah, it's about, right? I mean, not not all sin is equal from a standpoint of uh, you know, just the degrees of evil. Um like degrees that's of a,
2: evil. It's like a good metal.
0: <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> uh but yeah, to good your point Nathaniel. obviously it. gossip is a sin, but sure. is, you know, less perhaps less uh heinous in nature than murder that said all sin shares one common kind of theme in nature to it in that it will separate you from god yeah, yeah. all sin separates us from god in no the matter moment what. and eternity if and not, so the eternal consequence of. of sin is the same so yes in that regard the the person who gossips they have the same eternal problem as the person who commits murder yeah that sure. sin separates them from god yeah. That said, you know, obviously there's, you know, there are some things and I'm trying to find them right now, but I know there's some things, uh, in which the Bible calls, uh, uh what's the word? It'll call it a, um, say so the, the Bible will use stricter terms with some sins over others to, to talk about that, the degree of, of the nature of the evil that's taking place there. But the bottom line is that all sin will separate us from God.
2: But some sin will lead others to stumble or some sin will. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a leader, then sin is like a bigger deal there as well. There's some factors I think that make it. Totally.
0: And I'm trying, I'll try and find those verses. If I come across the verses, I'll bring us back around to this later on as I do a little more research as we go. But yeah, bottom line, as far as the eternal consequence of sin, it might as well be the same. But
1: Yeah. So I was going to say too. So like, cause for me, I think of Matthew 12, um, where it says but the unforgivable <clears throat> sin. Yeah. It says, therefore I tell you, and this is Jesus speaking. So this is red letter. Therefore, I tell you every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven. So right. like there, are, I think this is a good, uh, example to, to show, like, there are some things that may or may not like, like hit different as you guys are saying, yeah. right, the degree is different to which the forgiveness is given for that. So.
0: Yeah. Plus, I think there's a point where Jesus in, I think it's in John. Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. So even Jesus talks about this idea of a, a greater sin. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't exonerate the fact that all sin will separate you from God. Yeah. yeah. If you are not in Christ Jesus. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Because then nothing can separate you from the love of God.
2: Right. It definitely affects relationship though, even when you're oh, saved. Uh, for sure. Like I found that it does, it, it can separate you from God, but it separates you from God in the fact that like when you, even when you trust in Jesus and you follow him, like sin, because we all do, um, that does kind of separate, can separate us in our relationship together. And like you won't experience as much of a closeness, maybe if there's sin in your life, that you're not repenting from. So this is at least what I found in my experience, like there's something I'm really wrestling with and I'm not taking it to the Lord. I'm going to feel like he's not with me. I'm going to feel like I'm going to feel a a strain in the relationship. Similar to how I do when I, um, you know, in my relationship with my wife, if I'm not sure, like just because I know I'm always going to be married to my wife. Like that will never change. But, um, the way that I treat her will affect our relationship. So I, I think about it in, it's an interesting that way to look at it. It's not a perfect analogy, but I think about it in... There's uh, a lot like, of parallels. Lot so of parallels. here's a comment that yeah. I found
0: that I like that I think is probably where I would say this is where I would land. And I wish how I'd answered this question before I uh, weighed in. <laughs> Just rewind the tape. A useful way to think about this, it is about being in a state of sin for humans to be united with God. We need to be holy and blameless, but unfortunately none of us are. We are all stained by sin, no longer holy, no longer blameless. So we all live in a state of sinfulness until, and unless we are forgiven from that perspective. It isn't very useful or even interesting to speculate about specific sins, what they are and how grave they are and so on.
2: Uh, So it's said our whole conversation right now is useless.
0: (laughs) I mean, effectively, I don't think the conversation's useless, but I don't, I also don't know that there's enough use to have this be a significant area of study in some regard.
2: And absolutely no use finger pointing. Like, well, at least I wasn't doing that absolutely and i, I think that's a that's a
0: good point i think that's a trap that you fall into when you start yes. yeah. assigning different values point values based on our own understanding that's right. based on the consequence sin.
1: i i would say yeah right because you go well oh, well the consequence for murder is greater than the consequence for my oh from a temporal
0: yeah yeah yeah, from a temporal from my
1: little liar maybe like yeah. i stole yeah, took a mm-hmm. pencil home from whatever stole some bread yeah like i don't is. know like you name it right but i think you that's a good point though nice sorry i just caught that reference yeah, <laughs> and I got you. <laughs> two, four, six, oh, one. Yeah. Uh, no. So I mean that with that said, I think that that's probably something that I was trying to get at is that like, yeah, you can, you can fall into this trap of starting to comparatively like, um, uh, get into like whose sin was worse or what, why, at least I wasn't doing this. No, like the, the eternal concept is as Paul says here, you were dead. Even Jeremy said, it's not like he goes, if you were out in the ocean, it's not like you were on, like you didn't have the life preserver thing yeah. trying to get into it no like you were at the bottom yeah lifeless you're dead, not drowning done. you're drowned you're dead yeah yeah there was no life in you right and so i think that was kind of what
0: well and that comes down like, to you know to. i know we talk about spoilers um but yes, we do we're assuming at this point that you w- either have heard the sermon or you intend to hear the sermon or right, yeah. whatever so by the time you get to us we're hoping you've already listened to the sermon Um and if you
1: haven't go watch it because it's awesome yeah pause, this. Yeah, just go pause and, this go
0: and watch it or Probably listen to pause it. it
1: live, but uh
0: well people will watch it back later yeah, but either way sure. i'd it, to get to the end of the sermon the question posed at the end is are you dead or alive those are the yeah. two those are kind of as far as eternal consequence those are binary that's a binary thing it's yeah. a, you know are you dead or you're alive you're one or the other right which is it yeah, um right. no zombies in the kingdom no zombies in the kingdom gosh uh, <laughs> that's tweetable <laughs> oh, is there. it what, what do you call it now <laughs> well, it's i'll tell so you what you can tweet it because i'm not gonna
2: would you say that it's X- like Xable? Xable? yeah
0: it's, it's my, so a quick thing and i'll get nothing into elon or anything about that sure. but in my mind that is why changing the name of it was absolutely ridiculous oh, absolutely when you when you get to the point where posting something on social media is synonymous with your brand like for a while there people would say oh, i'm gonna tweet it and what they meant was, I'm going to put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, they that Long. was kind of a synonymous thing. And so it's like when you ask for a Coke at a restaurant, right? You're out at a restaurant, you know, oh, I'll take a Coke. What you mean is you want a cola drink. That's right. And the restaurant are going to say, is Pepsi okay? And then you're going to say, I yep. don't know, is Monopoly money okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because coke's clearly better but when yes, your brand becomes synonymous with yeah. that action mm-hmm. then that's kind of the gold standard of like oh yeah, yeah. like you know a nikes yeah. like yeah, i need a yeah, pair yeah. of nikes like you mean sneakers like you you know you might buy a different brand but you know you're using Nike. so whenever your brand kleenex is the perfect one whenever yeah. your brand becomes synonymous with the action or the you know the generic uh appropriation of it then you're in the most ideal place for marketing, and yep, then Twitter just, just threw that completely away. He yeah, needs Jesus. Anyway,
2: that's, that's why it's relevant.
0: Amen. That was quite the tangent. That was. You're fired up, though. On that, I He's think it was absolutely about it. ridiculous. Yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: point number two. Point number two. Let's get into it. I know We were just a hard tangent back into yeah. the sprint. Yeah, I know. Speaking Sorry, guys. guys that no, awesome. no, that's well, okay. You're good. That was a good. That was a good tangent. Anyway, don't, point number two. How well, we lived. Oh,
2: go on. Sorry. Go. I'll just say. Yeah. It's so important that people stay up to date on pop culture. I know it seems ridiculous and doesn't make any sense, but I would love to you hear cannot your case speak on to the next generation without knowing their language. And so I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and for every parent, you're trying to disciple your kids in the stage of life where they're at. And you need to know what else is influencing them and in their lives. Anyways, doesn't matter.
0: Well, you went on to something I for sure agree with. Yeah. Yeah. The, the first part is like, interesting. Yeah.
1: The first part, meaning everybody should keep up with pop culture is that we're yeah. referencing. Yeah.
0: What if? I mean, there's a, there's a good contingent of people out there that would argue that pop culture or certain areas of pop culture are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Sure. So what's the yeah, what's think, what's the line there?
2: I think there's a way in which you see, or maybe you could think about it this way. Um, if you think back to a couple of weeks ago when uh, Brandon was talking about um, Paul using the culture okay. of the Athenians as an inroad to share the gospel with them, like I think all of us need to get better at that. Like if you want to disciple next generation, which is the call of every single one of us to have disciples, by the way, um, then you need to know the inroads to Mm. gospel conversations. And so I think that is the end result. And the means is setting the culture. You you absolutely shouldn't dive into it. And
0: I was going to say, I think I would have trouble finding the line there because in order to expose yourself to culture in order to become knowledgeable about culture you'd have to expose yourself to a certain amount of it right yeah and so
2: i the christian should expose themselves to
0: where there's got to be a line there yeah sure right because <laughs> you shouldn't be you shouldn't be chasing after things like and this is going to be yeah. this is going to be a real bold statement and yeah. i'll trust you guys to know where i'm at with it yeah what you wouldn't say is i need to go study what porn is looking like so yeah. that yeah. i could i could disciple someone through that
2: or yeah. go to bars and just be like i'm going to find out what or are, you are you right this, like, this kind of or, drug so that i can yeah, minister totally and
1: people. you can apply okay. that
0: logic to everything totally. and so i think there's And I know that It's a great guardrail To this conversation Totally And I know your heart Would never be to To lead someone Down that path And I I think that's part Of the conversation I was trying to get to Is I think Yes I agree with you To a point It's worth knowing What the world is Engaged with But Still keeping separate Right Still You know, drawing those smart boundaries whereby we are not engaging so far that That's we are right. now looking more like culture yeah. than like the citizen of heaven that we're called to be. Uh,
1: yep. I, I think the yep. balance there is, uh, and we can look at Jesus's life and take an example from that, as we can with most things, all things. Uh, that Jesus ate and sat down with the tax collectors and the prostitutes and the sinners, mm. yet he didn't affirm their sin. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't confirm and say, yeah, yeah, I keep doing that. No, he said, I I love you so much that I'm going to come and be part with you. I'm going to come sit down with you and and converse with you, but you are kind of forced to change. Like you, like you, you experience such love and such grace and such redeeming power through, through Jesus, the personhood of Jesus, that whoever he was sitting with couldn't help, but to change.
2: Yeah. Right. No, that's good. And in a vast majority of his interactions bar, maybe just Zacchaeus, a vast majority of them was the sinners and the tax collectors wanting to be with him as opposed to him going out and wanting to be with the sinners and tax collectors. Yeah. Like he came to minister and save those people. Like he says that himself, I came to seek and save the lost, but it was always them wanting to hang out with him as opposed to him, like seeking out, like where the sinners at. Yeah. Really.
0: And I think the, the great point that you brought up, um, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. The great point that you brought up initially <laughs> no, was note, the sorry. idea that, uh, yeah, someone write that down, <laughs> yeah. uh, is the idea that parents probably should know what dangers their kids are facing. Yeah, yes. right. Um, and I, I, agree with that as a you know, parent of a nine month old, uh, currently my brain kind of ticks to the future of man. Like I see what kids are, or, you know, students, yeah. you're facing nowadays. And I just wonder what Dean's going to be facing in yeah. 12 years time. Yeah. When years AI time.
2: is our government. <laughs>
0: <Sorry>. <laughs> well, listen, man, I, you don't know. Yeah, I don't true. know yeah, what true. the world's going to look like. And I, you know, I'm praying now for the wisdom I'll need you know, 12 years, 15 years from now yep. to know how to disciple him. But one thing I know that I will be aware of is the dangers he's facing. And so I think yeah. that's a great point And that's what I well received.
2: Let me ask you a fun question to get us out of this deep, do it all that ran. Um, how would you feel about uh, Dean being a junior higher and I'm the junior high pastor? At, how would you feel about that? So what are we on? Point two point yeah. three or <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll tell you this and I'm not blowing
0: smoke. I will tell you this. I would be excited for I would be so blessed to know the Dean would be under the, um, I don't know, the mentorship, the discipleship of someone who knows as much about the Bible as you do, who is as passionate about reaching the next generation as you are. And who frankly is just a blast to be around. I would oh, be very yes. ex- excited for him to be a part of that. And I'll say this as well. There's no one in this church family no one on staff here at Shelter Cove who I wouldn't be excited for him to be connected with whatever ministry he was in here. That's right. Even if he grew up to be a a young man, he ended up in young adults. I think Chance is doing a great job with our young adults ministry. When he's old enough to go uh, from nursery right now, Tina's doing an incredible job with him. And then when he goes into elementary, into Cove Kids, Shannon's going to do just an incredible job with him. And then when he goes to you, I'm confident that he's going to do great there. And I'm confident when he goes from there into our high school ministry, the leader there are doing a killer job and praying for a a high school pastor for that role that's going to be awesome and i'm confident that god's going to provide for him and so there is i just want to make that clear we are in just an incredible church and i thank god for it every single day so yeah Go These full g- of tangents today. I fellas. Know. No, those were some <laughs> Seriously, really good ones. What point are we on?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're on point number two. I think Oh man, we're only on two. So happy Ooh. inside. Yeah, we're on point number two. So that's okay. I'll read the verses just to remind us and bring us back. So, um, point two is how we lived and, uh, it starts in verse two and goes to verse three. It says in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. That's what that is. Um, yeah, so that those are the verses that we're going into, and so man, I this was actually the section that I took the most notes on. Um, so Jo had said just a bunch of things that were really great in here, and one of the things he said was that God's love is not transactional; mm. it's transformational. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. What? Well, give me some thoughts. What are you thinking about that?
0: Yeah, well, his point was being that human love tends to be uh, transactional, right? Like I, yeah, you know, I love you because you love me or you know i'll only love you if you love me there there's a transactional basis to it it responds yes. to the other person whether as god's love does not depend on that at all god's thank, love is
2: thank you very much i was gonna yeah. say yeah
0: and um, praise him because man what shape would we be in if it did yeah. um his love extends even when we don't reciprocate well right
2: yeah uh, even and, when we were dead
0: right and his love is a love that's transformational because he loved uh, us because, you know, for God, so loved the world, right. And yeah. send his only begotten son. Yeah. His love is a transformational love. It'll love change that. us. Yeah. Um, and human love is kind of a bit flimsy and, you know, yeah.
2: yeah. And in as much as we receive God's love, I think then we can, strive to share that same love um, in our relationships, right? Like it's not just to say that that's only God's love. And so we'll never measure up. We should never try. But yeah. I think yeah. there's a way as we're transformed and renewed that we can begin to never in the exact same way, but mm-hmm. share that same love with other people. Well, yeah. cause the plan is to reflect
0: his love, right? That's right. The plan is that right. we are to be mirrors in that regard, like the moon, right? The moon just reflects the sun We're we're, yeah. Yeah. we're supposed to be, exuding that reflecting his love to others and yeah i i agree i don't think we can emulate it perfectly yeah but i think that we can get better at reflecting it
1: mm-hmm. over time yep well even the walk through of these verses as you guys were just talking i was thinking um even the walkthrough of these verses right verse one who we were you were dead but not only were you dead but you continued in your death right like you continued to walk in a way and so he's really kind of uh ascribing out the um the salvation story here right is hey you were dead and by nature by our very nature we are people who don't seek after the things of god we don't we're not seeking after godliness right as he says you continue to follow um the course of this world following the prince and the, uh, the of the power of the air following that is now at work in the sons of disobedience right so this is kind of uh, hey you're not all you're cracked up to be I've heard it said one time, yeah. um, that, uh, was it good thing? Why do good things happen to, or why do bad things rather happen to good people? Yeah. I've heard that said before your question. Yeah. 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 And so the guy that I was listening to you speaking, he goes, well, it only happened once because we're not good people. That's right. The only bad thing that ever happened to a good person was when Jesus was crucified Yeah, because he was the only good person ever like I love that that's isn't that that's awesome have yeah. you not heard that before no it's so where'd good. you get that from I was some pastor on instagram like, but dude, i you came just, up with it wow right yeah now, yeah i came up with it right now you exclusive
0: dude i love spirit that.
1: inspired yeah because no, truthfully really that
0: question though. is probably the only that question i hear from i mean that's the apologetic you know
2: yeah, yeah i what hear that all the time from people. Good people right all the
1: time
0: well, if God's so good, like, okay, say God's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Like, if you can get to that concession, yeah, sure. uh, But he can't be good because so much evil happens in the world. Right. It's like that, that is the thing that people point to. And that classic question, that's a great
1: answer. Yeah. Well, it's only happened once. Jesus was the only good to ever happen to this world because all the rest of us are not good. Wow. We're all bad people.
2: It's the ultimate clap back to the person who's just trying to pick a fight. Um, And it's a great thing to say later to a person who's in the middle of something terrible happening and is like wrestling with that. So yeah. it's the ultimate answer, but yeah. be, use discretion in Oh sharing yeah, I'm it not saying sure. like, yeah, yeah, just like definitely. throw the uno reverse, like, no, no, totally. slap on the table and that's, yeah. no,
1: not yeah. that, right? In an apologetic
0: conversation where, you yeah. know, yeah. there's genuine, there's back and forth and yep. all right. that kind of thing. But if someone's saying out that out of a place of distress, then yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. Sure, Throwing that out there probably isn't going to win right. you many. right. But yeah. the,
1: the point, the though. point being is that you shouldn't, please don't ever arrive to a point where you feel like what you're doing, quote, unquote what you're doing is good enough yeah it's yeah. not good it never is there's even the scripture that says even your what does it say
2: uh or filthy rags even mm-hmm. your riches or what is it i can't remember the vernacular now but yeah i can't remember exactly either but essentially anything we do even the best choices we make are filthy rags yeah, yeah. thank you yeah so the paraphrase thank you as for in that, very so. unclean rags as in uh, right right absolutely stay away from them right
1: yeah so you and in god's standard for things right he even says that even if you look at a woman with intent in your mind you've already committed adultery i mean this is the standard at which we're <laughs> put up against right yeah. uh god's standard is so much higher than ours and so unattainable that we couldn't do it without and i know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves because we're kind of getting yeah. into point number three but i don't want to move past that unless you guys have any other thoughts about I have point a two
2: yeah let's Go for Naturally, it. Naturally, I could spend four hours on this podcast. Let's do it. Um, well, maybe not four hours. But yeah, I can't yeah. do four. I'll go to 115. <laughs> so I have to 115. Um, oh, that's not yeah, what I said. Exactly. No, we got lunch. Um, first one, this uh, this kind of talks about like the three, I don't know the best way to explain it, but essentially the three sources of evil, right? Like the world, devil, and the flesh. Mm-hmm. And so just maybe a brief conversation if you guys want to talk about it. I know we've heard plenty of people who, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast, We've both heard plenty of people who maybe attribute the blame to the wrong group Uh, of those three. You know, people will be like the devil. He's just really got me going right now. Or "Or this world is so evil, but really it's our flesh. The devil is under
1: every rock. He's just uh, out to get me.
2: Or on the flip side, and this is not as common, but something we should be aware of. Uh-huh. Um, you think it's all your flesh, when really there maybe is some spiritual warfare happening, yeah. or really there is some sort of worldly. Well, influence and this is a
0: denominational family. line too. You yeah, get a lot true. more of the charismatic Pentecostal churches. They'll find Satan under every rock, right, and then right. you get a lot of the the heavier um, kind of Baptist Reformed churches yeah. who will so, lean who? towards yeah. yeah, Satan. You know, we Never heard of him. the spirit, yeah. the spiritual kind of supernatural thing isn't something we need to be concerned about overly. Yeah. Sure. We we do just fine you know messing things up on our own which is largely i think i would lean if we're gonna have to lean one way or the other i would sure. lean a little more you know baptist reformed on that yeah uh, purely because we as a, a western christian society have leaned so heavy towards this idea of satan being everywhere like you yeah. know oh man the enemy's did. just really trying to get me yeah. down right now which yeah let, let's start
2: there he's in, he's in one place right and he only has the same number of demons from when a third of the angels fell and right so as more people are in the world, it's the same amount of demons. Like he's not creating more demons and sure. more angels aren't turning as well. So it's like, he's kind of just got, you know, it's totally like, I don't think there, there's good news and personally. bad
0: news as far as Satan goes, in my opinion. Yeah. The good news is he's not everywhere. He yeah, can't be, that's not, not present, not a arrow. He has in his quiver. He's yeah. just not that yep. the bad news is that most people or if you asked a lot of people, Hey, who rules hell? Uh, they would say, Satan. Oh, yeah, that's right. and, in reality he ain't down there he's up here yeah. prowling among us looking for someone to devour right yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the bad news and then Equally, even when he goes
2: there he's stuck there with everybody else who doesn't choose jesus for he's real in that
0: thing for uh, real he's working as hard to try and avoid that as, yeah, you know, as much a lot as of people but the thing, the point is this: is that you know, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh man, the enemy's just coming for me right now." The enemy's yeah. coming for my marriage right now. The enemy's coming for my finances right now. Here's the reality: the enemy doesn't need to come for your marriage. It doesn't need to come for your finances. Doesn't need to come after your life right now because you are doing just fine, messing things up on your own.
2: Oh, that's so in, true. In the reality, the enemy, of it's the, been so true for me. The yeah. bad
0: decisions that you make daily, that I make yeah. daily, mean yeah. that the enemy, Satan, really has very little to do because yeah, sure. we are so well-versed and skilled in messing things up on our own. Yeah. You, you know, you say the enemy coming after a financial situation. Well, how about you stop spending frivolously or gambling or whatever it is you're doing? Yeah. You say the enemy yeah. coming after your marriage. How much effort are you putting into dating your spouse? How much yeah. effort are you putting into uh, making sure that there's open communication, honest communication, there's gentleness and there's love. How often are yeah. you doing that? You say the enemy coming after your work situation. Are you just putting in the bare minimum? Are you showing up and you're just clocking and in and you're almost stealing company time because you're not doing anything and you're, you're just kind of there just to check the clock. The enemy does not need to derail your situation you are doing just fine on your own. And so yeah. Yeah. that's where I tend to lean because sure. of how far the one way so we've a gone. of
2: you have bad news guys, yeah. 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 right. because well, of how good, far we've true.
0: leaned in one direction, I tend to overcorrect a little sure. bit, I think to the other direction. Well, so
1: then, sure. so then let me ask too. So then what do you, because so uh, for those of you that may not be aware, I grew up Pentecostal my entire life. Yeah. So what do you do with Ephesians six twelve, which we'll get into here in a few uh, weeks? Yes. What do you do with that verse? Which says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Because that's Mm -hmm. what the Pentecostals will, that's what they'll reach for and say, well, the scripture says that everything is spiritual. Everything that we do is a spiritual battle. So Mm -hmm. how, what would you say to that? I'm just, (laughs) I'm playing devil, devil's advocate. Uh, Where's the... (laughs) yeah what would you say i'm just curious yeah
2: you got a comment there i have a lot of comments to make i'm trying to figure out which <laughs> ones i should make so you want to feel okay. the first
0: well i truthfully i don't know enough about that verse to give you oh, a, okay. a to give you a uh impassioned kind of argument one way or the other sure other than to say that i think this is an area like i kind of mentioned that there's uh, balance yeah here like i yes we are fighting a spiritual battle in that that's an eternal consequence. Right. Mm. Um, the issue is we end up fighting so hard for things that are temporal. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, and and I think if I had to make a reach just based off of the the verse itself without doing any real study on it, I would say that it's another one of those times where we have to, it's a reminder that there's an eternal focus that we need to have rather than just a temporal one. Um, but Nathaniel, why don't you correct
2: me? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. gladly. Um, no, um, <laughs> after what you said earlier, shucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do I uh, why going. did you think I said it? I would just say, like, you have to look at what Paul's intentions are in this. And he's fighting for unity in the church. He's fighting for people to come together, to you know stand up to, um, you know, Satan does have a plan to, as many people to hell with him as possible like that's absolutely true and we do absolutely need to stand against that and so i think paul's intention though is just to take the focus off of um going after people when they are just being people right like when they're just doing what they know you know don't focus on the person so much as it is um recognizing their nature as a sinner as well or if they don't know the lord to kind of start there with that conversation before you just attack somebody for the way they treat others and things like that so so i just think like looking back at his paul's intention is for unity for people to um, not fight each other not to be at each other's throats for um that but to see beyond it like okay there's you know i can disagree with somebody and I can even be upset at something somebody does, but for me to realize that they're acting, um, not that it's not their fault, but they have the real enemy is the devil and it's the real enemy is the flesh, not the actual person. Right. That's kind of, some of my thoughts as it.
1: Yeah, and and I'll, I'll probably give my my two cents on where I'm at with this. This is for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Doesn't once mention the like the devil by name. And so yeah. as you were saying, although it may not be like you know we were saying earlier, the devil's not everywhere. He's not omnipresent, but he's not alone. Yeah right? He's not, um, it, even in Jude, I think it's Jude chapter four, the archangel, uh, Michael's four.
2: Yeah. Right. Is it really? Well, Jude is just one chapter.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, is it, I'm, I'm thinking of anyway, the idea being that the, the, Mar- the archangel Michael, um, goes, uh, is presented with an opportunity to go toe to toe with Satan. And he even backs off and says, no, God, I don't want to do that by myself. I need you to rebuke him first. So even, even the archangels are not powerful enough to go toe to toe with the enemy. And so I think we have to know the adversary enough to know that there's nothing that you're going to, there's no wisdom that you're going to accrue. There's no scripture that you're going to quote that is going to go head to head with Satan. Yeah. Um. So you need God in your life to be able, you need Jesus, you need Christ to do that. But I bringing it back, I think what verse six or excuse me, verse 12 in chapter six of Ephesians is saying is that it's not always him like battles are spiritual yes but it's not always like the devil behind pushing things over and like the impetus for the battles that you're facing although they may be spiritual it's not always the devil
0: well it's certainly not designed i think to to round us off a little bit out of this sure it's certainly not designed to bring fear. That statement that Paul gives is mm-hmm. not right. designed to bring fear. We were not given right. a spirit of fear. Right. right. Um, and so that's, that's not what this is. It's a, it's a right. sober reminder perhaps. Yeah. But it's not something to be fearful about. Right. Uh, and you can look at, you know, countless other verses in scripture that will tell you about how Jesus, I think Colossians two fifteen will tell you that Jesus disarmed principalities and powers at the cross. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, Ephesians one. Go back to last week. Tells us Jesus enthroned in heaven, far above all yep. principalities and powers. Yep. Amen. Yep. Uh, and so when we talk about principalities and powers here, and yeah. I, I agree, there's. There's uh, definitely some of that at play. There's some of that at work in the yeah. world. And I think it's a mistake. I think C.S. Lewis said this. It's a mistake to attribute too much. It's as much of a mistake to attribute too much to demons as not enough. That's right. Yeah. And so there's a balance here. Yeah. There's we, we have to understand that, yes, this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. There is a supernatural element to to. The world in which we live and we navigate that our ultimate battle is not a flesh and blood battle it's a spiritual battle yes of which jesus has already won yes and so that that's kind of where i would land on it again again, this is one of those things that there's a balance too. Yes. Uh, and if you go one way or the other too, too hard, you're yeah. going to, you know, it's like when you take an argument to the nth degree, yeah. uh, and you end up in a silly place that you never meant to get to. Yeah. That's the danger here with this. Yeah. It's the same thing with so a lot of silly. other kind of secondary issues that, right. uh, that yeah. you work against
1: well i will say to yep. one if, if it's okay just even one last thing like to your point yeah you're right god's not given us a spirit of fear um but of boldness and of sound mind right and so there's lots of things that god has given to us as children and his family that prepare us to fight these battles even when he says that in, in ephesians chapter six it's in a whole section where paul is talking about the armor of god he's saying hey like y- yes you're gonna fight but you're not defenseless." The victory, as you said, James, already belongs to the Lord. You Like there are things in place to help you fight this battle and to come out of the other side victorious. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all that to say, I, I love that
2: we're all about yeah. these tangents because they're really good today. Yeah, um, they're popping off. They really. The only other are. thing I had in that point was just I love how Paul writes: "We were by nature children of wrath." A lot mm-hmm. of people think, "Well, everyone's a child of God, right?" It's like no. Everyone's made in God's image. <laughs> People with kids are like, "Have you met my nine month old?" Yeah, exactly. Everyone's made in God's image. Absolutely true, hey, oh, James. But absolutely
0: no. Mine might be the only one. is. <laughs> yeah. My nine month old might be the only one. You know. Yeah. No, he's yeah. He's cute. Cool. No. He's and that's a that's an interesting reality. Like for parents of little kids, and yeah. something that I had to come to terms with when I look at my son, I'm looking at it's my son through the lens of praying that he will come to know the Lord. Right. Yeah. Because I, you know. He's he, his, the fact that he's born into this world means he has a sinful nature. Yep. And so my ultimate prayer is that, but yeah, that's, that's hard for kids yeah, or for yeah. parents with young kids. Cause right. yeah. your ultimate thing is like, Oh, they're so sweet. You know, at what point do they drop off? I'm like, no, they're not. Yep. They're not entirely innocent yep. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, James, do you want to take us into point number three?
0: Sure, man, which off the top of my head while I navigate back to my notes is what God did hmm winner uh perfect yeah, new look, car. look at me go and so yeah we're uh he was verses four to nine on this yeah so but god but, oh, but god this is where this the title came from for the sermon but god is right there at the beginning of uh verse four but god and he kind of talked amazing up, yeah he he listed off a, a a few things um i think that we come up against in life that are big derailers for us. Yeah, that's right. But God. Uh, you know, but God. There's this turning point. Uh and so yeah, we're pretty miserable, right? Verses yeah. one through three. Yeah. We're punch. in a bad pretty way. Yes. Uh, it's a Paul right. is it's reminding like yeah, Paul is reminding yeah. us how awful we are. And then yeah, you have this but. God, yep, God. Uh, the turning point the hope the the mm-hmm. sunlight through the darkness uh, being rich in mercy because the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved um, man I, I, I mean the crux the crux of what we're going through is the gospel like yeah. this is yep. this is a core piece to the gospel and the one note that I'd taken that I wrote down here not on my digital notes um, <laughs> Actually, nope. That's for the next. I can jump for the next one. Go ahead and jump in. I can jump in on the next point. Okay.
1: So what I was going to say was, is I think this provides a really good contrast to the idea of you are not enough. Right now, I think in culture, it's. I know my chair is squeaking too. I have a anyway. Room on the couch, guys. I've lost. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that out. All confidence (laughs) in the structural integrity of this chair. Plenty of room. The point I'm making is now in culture we have this thing, and I am not not sure how prevalent it is anymore. Nathan, you'd probably know better than me. Uh, but yes, the, but the you are enough culture. Yes, you're enough. Like no, yeah. you are not. You are not enough. But God, yeah, there it is. But God, that's is. where it comes in, right? And so, and it's not to be self-deprecating. That's right. I'm not sitting here saying like, yeah, you should definitely go home and cry yourself to sleep every night being beat yourself up. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that those feelings that you are saying are that you're thinking through that you, you you are not enough. You have dead in your trespasses. You're Mm. disqualified. Right. Yeah. But God, well, that whole culture,
0: that phrase of you are enough is just another way that people are trying to fill the void that they feel in their lives that, you know, that, that Christ shaped hole. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. in our lives, they're trying to fill that with this, you know, you just speak it into existence, manifest destiny. Yeah, this oh, right. my, Gosh. You yeah. are enough. I like, my
1: crystals in the other room. Sorry, James. <laughs> yeah, uh, for <laughs> real. Well,
0: I I think that's another way that culture is trying to fill that, that gap and that void. And yeah, it's no wonder to me that that's, that's the culture that we have because everything, yeah. everyone's trying to medicate something. Sure. That's right. And that's and they're just looking one inward way
2: for it. And like, yeah. that's the problem is like, God has created us. Yeah, in a beautiful way to look outside of ourselves because we are right. sinful. So now there has to be, we're looking outside of ourselves. And then when you say like you are enough, or um, just take yeah. care of yourself and you know self care and yeah. all that stuff, like to focus on self, you're just going right. deeper into the well that will not ever satisfy you, right? So you yeah. have yeah. to look outside of it. There's well, uh,
0: okay. and you guys can tell me if it was this point or the next one, but he told the story, or he kind of mentioned a little bit of his story about Jake. Um, his son, Jake being in the hospital lately and he's, Jeremy's talking to some nephews, I think that were there. And he kind of mentioned that, you know, whatever happens next, I know that Jake will be okay. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever happens next. Right. And the reason that that's true, the reason he could do that is because he is focused on the eternal.
2: Yeah, yeah that's right
0: rather than the temporal absolutely and that's kind of what happens when we look inside of ourselves uh, to your point nathaniel for things that um to, as ways to medicate that void that gap that we have when we look in our, to ourselves for that or to the world around us to our relationships to whatever yeah. it might be that's we're looking to things that are temporal right. things that will change with the blowing of the wind things that will break things that will crumble and yet when we look at God and when we focus on him, what he did <laughs> yeah. for us, we're focusing on what's eternal. We're yeah. focusing on something that will never change, never break, never crumble. Um, and it's just infinitely more reliable. So it, yeah. that whole Kingdom phraseology that of, yeah, that whole phraseology of you are enough is almost just really dangerous because yeah. you're, you're yeah. encouraging people to put their, their faith and their trust in themselves. And That's right, we yes. are so unreliable.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a really good song. I was going to say there's, um, and this is it the Knuff song? I'm just kidding. What? (laughs) No, no, it's not the Knuff song. No, there's a song. It's a, it's a worship song and it's written by Shane and Shane. Um, and it's called embracing. Which one? Embrace. Oh yeah. Very funny. Both of them. Yeah. Thanks. Embracing accusation is the name of the song. And it's, it's really great. And it's very, um, like it's not, Uh, popular music like Love, like air one, nothing like that. It's very unique musically. It's not, you're never going to hear it on a platform because it's just so different, but the whole song is talking about how um, essentially kind of what we're talking about now about how we're not enough. And, and we hear the enemy saying to us that, you know, that you're, you're, you're not enough. You're worthless. You'll never measure up. Mm. And then there's a, there's a refrain in in this um, in this song that goes, "Um, but he's right. Hallelujah. Is the devil actually preaching to me? And in, in, in the verses, it says mm-hmm. that that this is where Satan usually stops, but then Christ comes and says, "But I can redeem you." Yeah, and it's such a like a, such a powerful song about the gospel, and like I, I would deeply deeply encourage you guys mm. to go and listen to it, at least go through it just at least
2: once. It's so good. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's that's like what when it's like me. when a, a bully in the schoolyard like tells you something like, "Ah, oh, you're such and such," you're like, "Yeah, I am." And it's like well now what do you say it's like yeah all the power gets taken away from it then right if you're just like yeah correct. that
0: was popular like, when i was what? growing up the whole uh the idea of being called a jesus freak or a bible yeah. basher or that kind yeah. of thing and everyone was like you know yeah mm. i am yeah i always thought it was gonna like- but it's
2: interesting because it's like yeah he's saying here or we, we're kind of talking about how it's like yeah you're not enough yet three verses later you are his ma- uh, workmanship or in other translations, you are his masterpiece. And so it's like, mm-hmm. this is not to say that God wants you to stay in that place of, yeah, yeah I'm not enough. Aww. Right. But it's like, no, he has great things to speak over you. Now that once you accept that and once you rely on that,
1: I pulled up the lyrics. Is it okay if I read them to you guys, I'm not going to read the full song. Cause it's, a yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. But you, you got just to sing it. it. No, just just the part. Yeah. Right. Uh, the you, part can't, the,
2: you can't sing it. We haven't got the rights
0: for that.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Copyright hammer. Uh, let's see could the father of lies be telling the truth of god to me tonight if the penalty of sin is death then death is mine i hear him saying cursed are the ones who can't abide and he's right hallelujah he's right the devil is preaching the song of the redeemed that i am cursed and gone astray i cannot gain salvation oh the devil is singing over me an age-old song that i am cursed and gone astray Singing the first verse, which we're not going to read, so conveniently over me, and this is the beautiful part. It almost brings me to tears. But he's forgotten the refrain that Jesus saves. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? He redeemed us from the curse of the law. Is the they sing that as a tag at the end of the thing? He's redeemed us from the curse of the law. It's so beautiful to me that, like, yeah, I am. I am cursed and gone astray. I am. I can't abide. <laughs> you know? But even in the middle of my darkness that God would leave his place of glory, what he what God did, right? That he would come down and he would find me in my mire. <laughs> yeah. And that he would save me. Thanks
2: for using mire. Thank you. Uh
1: yeah, just what a beautiful a beautiful thing. So um kind of, do you guys have anything else for point, point three? I know it's a lot to meditate on the words. It's really
0: It really is. I'm just thinking about it. It's interesting because you'll get people who get stuck in that that place of man i yeah i'm not enough i'm not good enough how could i be i'm so inherently unlovable i am so inherently like just an awful person and people get entrenched in that which is not not good right i think an understanding of that is a reasonable thing because i think you have to know that you are broken you have to know that you're a sinner you have to know your iniquities in order to understand what it means to have a savior yes and to know that you need a savior right and then you get some people that are so filled with pride so filled with arrogance that they couldn't even get to the point that they understand that they're broken that they're not enough that they are uh you know they're broken they're lost they're they're awful (laughs) yeah and you get some people that can't even get to that and they, you know, it's like the rich young ruler. They're not mm-hmm. going to, yeah, they're right. not going to get it.
2: You went away sad. because you yeah. had very much. Big sad. Big, it's big sad. sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's true. <laughs> all right, Nathaniel, take us into point number four. Gladly. Notes of your heart. Go ahead. It was all <laughs> about, yeah, I'm going to need my line actually. Oh. It's about who we are now. But yeah, no, that's right. Is that exactly yeah, who, it is? who we are. Okay, You've added a um, word, but yeah. <laughs> who we are. Yeah. Who we
1: Here are. It. And this is verse number yeah. ten. I'll read it for um, us.
0: Yes,
1: yeah, you want to read it? Do it, do it? Oh my gosh. I am going to read it. it. <laughs> <laughs> for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Awesome. I yeah. just want to
2: throw it out there. I'm acting goofy because you guys didn't let me get a chance to get all my goofs out in the very beginning yeah that's okay this is the payback it's like when you hold in a sneeze yeah oh that's the worst isn't it It it's so. Um, anyway i love this and i love how back to back anyway paul says it's not a result of works you cannot earn your salvation through works yet you can definitely work out your salvation through works like i i just love how Mm. works is absolutely a part of faith but it comes after yeah, salvation, right? Like, well, this is where I had something written down. You ready? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Pastor Jeremy said this. I just wrote it down, so credit to Pastor
2: Jeremy. See, sure.
0: Uh, works are a response to your salvation, not for it. Like, I see.
2: Way better than I said it. Right yeah,
0: now. you do. Yeah. W- works come from the fact that you have been saved. It's a response to it, rather yeah. than something you do for it. Yeah. Um, which I think is that's that's it. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah, very America, hard to yeah. say much more than that cuz that's that's right. absolutely true. You don't you don't do anything to get to heaven. You you just receive the yeah. gift. Um Right. Yeah, and I feel like so many people get caught up. And the one that he used specifically that I latched onto, especially on Saturday night. I don't know if he used it at every service, but um the idea that people attend church.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: As a as a something that they do Mm-hmm. for their salvation rather than right. in response to it right and if that's you then i don't i don't know why you it kind of <laughs> well, goes cool back to, like what, to bad news what Chad said, right? what this is a lame say. hobby it's such a lame like hobby, don't dude. don't do it like stay home and watch football if, if this is something you're trying to do to save yeah. yourself then stay home and watch football because you yeah. can't do it
2: that way uh but if this is something you do as part of walking out your salvation to surround yourself in a community and totally to not neglect the meeting of the yeah what is it Meeting of the body um then yeah. yes be here please yeah and bring the, ga- a friend. the gathering together yeah, that's right yeah yeah for and sure and i don't
0: agree with that it's just uh yeah it, it's just interesting that there are people that still think that there's something they can do to achieve it yeah you know and okay. it's so not the point it's so not it you can't if you can earn your salvation then that must mean that you can also l- lose it and vice yeah. versa
2: like and that's talks not about how that's not the be case a Scientologist. Right. i think it is yeah it, i think it is a little bit of an instinctual to us though like our culture just inundates us with like the individualism right where it's like sure. you could be who you want you could do what you want yeah. you can affect change in your life yeah. and that's mostly true um, but it's dangerous too, when you bring it into your faith and sure. you're like, oh, I guess I need to do something and contribute to yeah. society here in this way, but not the case.
1: Can I, I, there was a point that was, uh, I think it was actually point three that I forgot to mention this, but can we talk about it really quick? Always. It says, um, it was really good. Um, uh, JL was talking about the difference between mercy and grace. Oh yeah. Is it two, three? I can't remember. Yeah. But mercy, and I thought this was really good. So I wrote it down. Mercy is not getting what we deserve. Yeah but grace is getting what we don't deserve. Yeah, that was great. That's yeah. Right. And I'm going to read it again because it yeah. was really confusing. So again, mercy is not getting what we deserve. Grace is getting what we don't deserve. That's right. Yeah.
2: Yep. Mercy. That was really, really great. Mercy gets down. us out of heaven Yeah. and grace gets us, or sorry, no. Mercy gets us out of hell and grace gets us into heaven.
1: Yes. The other thing that I wanted to mention here, too, is that he had said you can be physically full, but spiritually empty. Like your life Like could that be. dude who crushed
2: hamburgers? Yes. <laughs> for 39 cents? Come on, oh, man. dude, I was born in the wrong generation.
1: Seriously. <laughs> but anyway, no, no, And now,
0: was, like, a two-cheeseburger meal <laughs> will mess. run you.
1: Or,
2: no,
0: or dude. More? Come on, A two-cheeseburger meal. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, if it's Taco Bell, he knows
2: the price. Oh, um, yeah. How yeah, much yeah,
0: is yeah. a quesadilla?
2: Uh, oh, uh, the meal for the quesadilla isn't like seven forty nine. <laughs>
1: it's astonishing.
0: Sure. Well, I can tell you that a two cheeseburger meal at McDonald's is actually uh, a little more than that.
1: No way. That's like because it, fries it's are like expensive, dude. Eight yeah, they like are. Eight They've dollars. gone all in on their uh, thing. Hey, but on Fridays they're a buck. What's hey, a buck? Cheeseburgers?
2: Oh, fries. A buck is like a meal, deer I'm just kidding. Sorry. Yeah,
1: fries from McDonald's. If you have the app, they're on Fridays. Are always a dollar.
0: That's interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so now you know.
0: All roads lead to fast food. Apparently, with us. Yes. Oh, when I'm not around, mad about it. it
1: does. I'm not mad about that. Um, anyway, the point oh, being, gone up. The you can be physically full, but spiritually empty. Don't, uh, to me, I just put, um, yeah, the story of the friend with cheeseburgers, he sat there for 30 minutes stuffed afterwards and feeling miserable because he was putting things in his body that weren't good for him. There, oh. there is some science, uh, that goes into, um, like fast food and it turning off the receptor in your brain to tell you when you're full. And so your brain turns off the signal to tell you when you're full. And I wonder how often that happens in Christians walks today. They're so numb to sin, but God is pulling on your heart and convicting you, but you're mm. numb to it. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I put in here that it just was like, oh, it might yeah. be kind of good to go down, but you were really excited. You were table yeah, tapping. Yeah, I going to
2: take it in the complete opposite way. So oh, okay. if you want to talk a little bit about that, then <laughs> Ken, before we do. Well, that.
0: no, I think the phrase that, that Jeremy used was that we become physically full and spiritually empty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which,
0: yeah I think it's definitely the the trap that's out there. Yeah, as someone who's ingested far too much fast food,
1: you and me both, man. <laughs>
0: that's why. Yeah. That's
2: why we're all here because we're just a bunch of dudes who eat fast food too much. Amen.
1: What were you going <laughs> to say? My to thing up? that's the
2: opposite is yeah. um, he mentioned it in the very beginning, briefly. Um, Jeremy did that is in in his message this weekend. Yeah. He talked about um, how we can get so full of even we can get full of knowledge about the Bible or about Jesus and then not put anything into practice and in that sense our knowledge is full but our application is very empty and so would you say our wisdom
1: maybe because um, i feel like wisdom is just knowledge applied
2: i think that's definitely part of it i will need to think about that before i sure i totally agree with you but um I mean, that's all we do though, is we just like cram information into our heads. Like we go, we watch the news, we go on social media to see what all of our people are doing and cram that information into our heads. And like, Mm -hmm. we're just cramming and cramming and cramming, but we don't really ever do anything with it. And we do that with the Bible, I think all the time. Like we'll, we'll read this and we'll think, wow, that was really great. And then we'll go on about our lives, continuing to, you know, follow the flesh or continuing to not um, walk in the good works that Jesus has prepared for us. And not really affects change. And one of the things I do right now with the junior hires, um, we do a Bible study on Sunday mornings at 1130. Nice. And we do a Bible study method. I'm teaching them how to do Bible study because I think that, um, you know, they could lead it better than I can. Sometimes we do the also soap the method. We do soap method. So we do scripture observation and then application. And I really try yep. to camp out in that application. I love that because like, I, I'm not here to teach kids a bunch of knowledge. I'm here to disciple them in the application of the knowledge, right?
1: Dude, I can't even tell you how many notebooks I have uh, from, I'm not even kidding you from junior high to high school that are completely full. I'm talking about like the college ruled, like you mm-hmm. get from target back to front, both pages. I have probably like I can't, again, I can't tell you how many notebooks I have full of just soap. Yep. Years. Oh, of soap. Oh, nice. Soap. I thought just you were going to say years. years of, of, oh, no, no, no. Just the years of like Bible study that yeah, way. That's, that's for solid. Me. Yeah. Well, just cause it's, it's quick and it's easy and right. um, uh, approachable. I would say.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the P is prayer. If you wanted to do it at home, scripture, observation, application, prayer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I ducked into uh first step this last weekend. We do a program here at the church. Oh, did if you're you not really? familiar
1: you're called First Step. Yeah. I'm actually kind of jealous. I, I try and duck by. in
0: there just to say hi And because yeah, i 'cause I'm yeah. I'm normally the guy that's asking people to go to first step. So yeah. I figure it's a good idea if I Show up. Yeah, affirm that. Yeah. <laughs> uh and just I love meeting people. I love meeting people who are choosing to take a next step here at the church. And so right. uh if you haven't done first step, you should do it. But I ducked in totally. and Pastor Bill was in there and he was talking I through I know. He's he's yeah. that talk about wisdom and Uh, talk about a good voice oh my goodness his voice is incredible Incredible. but he was talking about um he was talking about the difference between i think at least by what i gleamed when i walked in he was talking about the difference between like study and uh knowing scripture he was talking about this topic and i walked in and he did a, a bunch of introductions and everything and then he asked me uh, how did you fall in love with scripture?
1: Oh, like, oh, how so did you, good. what a great question. Yeah.
0: How did you fall in love with it? Like, what did you do to fall in love with it? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, there's, huh, I don't think there's any one thing. And so I'm, I'm, you know, he's put me on the spot a little bit. God, so I'm yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Props wow. For that. What, what was Thanks, it? Bill. And so I attributed it to a few things. One, I attributed it to the teaching here at Shelter Cove. When I first started here at Shelter Cove, I think that's when I really started to fall in love with scripture. I'd grown up reading. I'd grown up knowing it. But I really started falling in love when I started here at Shelter Cove. I think part of it was the teaching and how awesome the teaching is here. But then I think another part of it was really allowing it to sink from my head to my heart. That's right. Uh, there, there's a barrier there, and I think you can bring down that barrier and just let it just kind of just really marinate, sit with things. Not reading so that I had the knowledge, but reading and then just meditating on something, meditating on a passage and being like, huh, what does that mean for me? Like I, I get the I get the knowledge of that. I get what it means from a theological standpoint. Yeah. And so the phrase that I heard a while back that I've just repeated again and again and again and again that illustrates this, and I think I've said it on the podcast, I'll go ahead and say it again. Yeah. Is the theology must become biography. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So what you know to be true about God has to affect the way that you live your life. Has if to. it doesn't, then you're just So you don't know
2: it right, I guess. You know, good yeah. for you.
0: You're really knowledgeable on scripture, but yeah. So so what? So what does that do for you? Right. Yeah. It's important to know scripture. It is even of greater importance once you know that scripture to have it sink from your head to your heart. Yeah. It has to change the way you live, it has to change the way that you think. Uh, it has it has to be just all encompassing. Can't yeah. just be something you know so that you can spew it and look good doing it. Right. It's gotta be more than that. You can't read the Bible from a prideful way. You have to right. read it in humility. You can't thing's sharp.
2: Changing. Not gonna like what you read.
0: One hundred percent. Right. It has to, there has to be some deeper level to it. And that was the point that Bill was making and he did such a better job of articulating it than I did in the room, but he, and here he is.
1: No, just kidding. <laughs> <be awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> one day. No, for real. Yeah. One day we would love to get him in here. Oh, he he might be serious. able to sit with you on the couch. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, okay. So Dude, then the final question, it's a great segue from that. James, the final question to this message is, are you dead or alive?
2: Dead or alive.
1: <laughs> you were singing that earlier. What song is that? Yeah, I, it's it's, I, don't, it's I don't remember it's bon- probably not one I can endorse. No, it's not. It's Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. is that what that
2: is yeah oh okay i don't really right. want, it, want it it like that yeah. I don't like that <laughs> I don't like that that's more or less it <laughs> thanks for watching everybody <laughs> less <laughs> it imagine? is less you said it's more or less it it's less it's, it well <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, I didn't want to see copyright i couldn't see it no, oh, uh, oh yeah that's yeah, why thanks for
1: that thanks for saving us from that yeah you're welcome are you dead or alive and this is kind of the where we land the plane, or at least where Jo lands yeah. the plane here. Um, and he he came through masterfully with a with a salvation call to mm. say, "Hey, does anybody are you picking up what what Paul is saying here? Because if you're in in death still, you have an opportunity to here to come back and and to mm. step into life. Um, and so, uh, if that's you watching this podcast this morning, afternoon, whatever we now, afternoon, um. And you're watching this, or maybe you're going to send this to somebody to go like, Hey, you know what? Yeah. These knuckleheads kind of know what they're talking about. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, I
0: don't think this. anyone's thinking that <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: the knuckleheads parts true.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 But if that's you, right, you're, you're watching this through and you're like, you know what? I, I really enjoyed this deep dive. And, and I think somebody in my life really would love to hear something like this. And if that's you, you're watching and you're asking yourself this, are am I, am I dead or alive today? Then you need to come to know the Lord. This is, this might be your moment. You need to come and surrender your yeah. life to Jesus today. So.
0: That's well said. I don't have anything to add to that. If we can be a part of that journey for you, then let us know.
1: Call the church, please yeah. ask to talk to a pastor that can walk call you through. Call
0: Victor at 209. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, I would be happy to take that phone call. Uh, so well, do call us
0: me. here. You can ask for either of it. I'll say that yeah. you can ask for the, any of the three of us. If you call the church at two zero nine five six seven thirty two hundred, 567 you can find the directory there, uh, yeah. which our names are under it. So you can always find us that way. Leave a voicemail if we don't pick up for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we would love to talk to you. We're, that's in my mind, at least I don't know how you guys feel about this. That's as ministers and pastors, that is yeah. what we're here for. And that's although right. we perform I sit at my
2: phone and wait, yeah,
0: <laughs> well, you should find things to do. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> but for as much as we perform a function here at the church, like, you know, I do web and social media and communication stuff and all that kind of jazz. And Nathaniel works with junior high students, yeah. victors a talented musician leads us in worship. Uh, for as much as those are the functions we perform bottom line is we just want to see people come to know Jesus. And so if you want to know how to do that, you want to know what the next step is for you and your walk with him, then man, we will drop a lot of things to be able to have that
1: conversation with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, what an incredible message this week and what a crazy weekend. And next next weekend, we have Mark Clark from Bayside coming down yeah, to be yeah. with us. So it's going to be an incredible, t- I think was what the actual words that we use, it's a do not miss. Yeah. You're not going to want to not do be here. Not <laughs> miss. Yeah,
0: well, oh, that's a triple negative or whatever. But Quadruple yeah, negative. I'm going we don't use that here. phrase a lot. Like I, we think every weekend's a do not miss, but we don't right. generally say right. it unless there's sometimes something especially, sometimes I teach, is that what you said?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. let, me, let me say this actually um let me do let me take this one step further Ooh, it's not that's a huge bummer nice. and on the podcast
2: Woo. and on in front, of, in front of live tv here we that's go amazing.
1: for those
0: just listening to this bag nathaniel's just knocked a mug off and i'm gonna question what the substance is
2: it's it used to be coffee
0: oh it's coffee okay,
2: okay nice uh, he's just knocked Victor, it all over it up, the uh, table.
0: i know what i was
1: gonna say was this is, is don't come alone if you're going to oh come, yeah like Definitely come through this weekend. Don't come by yourself. And that doesn't like bring bring your one, bring family, bring friends. Um, because I'm, I'm almost positive you're not going to want to miss the message that Pastor Mark is going gonna, is gonna to be speaking it's about. It's going to so, be incredible.
0: Yeah. And I can, I can give you as much as to say that he's not going to be in Ephesians. We're oh. taking a break from that series. Uh, thanks, Robert, coming hey, in clutch yeah, with yeah. the rag there. Thank you. Um, I Yeah, he's going to be actually in Romans somewhere. So oh. that's as much as I'll give you okay yeah that's as much as i'll give you for now we're taking a break from our ephesian series to hear from pastor mark on
1: uh romans so and we're gonna take a break from this podcast to clean up this coffee
0: yeah All that right. is, that a is matter true. of time. i've had a drink every week and so i've what was i can smell it it's definitely not coffee it's well it smells like caramel <laughs> well oh, no. it, really? Look, man,
2: it's a K-pop. what was the coffee right, what, i'm not proud of what
0: it. was the coffee in the k Caramel,
2: vanilla cream and then you added creamer maybe Maybe I was feeling a little <laughs> bit saucy today.
0: Yeah, that's not coffee. I don't know if anyone told you that. That's.
2: Hey, sugar. This is working pretty well. It's like Tina yeah, will never know about it, right, guys? <laughs> Unless she watches this back. I don't oh, think man. she watches the podcast. Oh, no. But
0: she might when I show her.
2: Well, no. She might smell <laughs> no. it. But she does it's, 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 so it's Table, like, that sounds like a great invention. Like, Shark Tank could see that. We'll yeah, see. You but guys that
0: that creamer is <laughs> going to go off pretty soon, pal. Oh <laughs> that creamer is not going to last no. forever.
1: Yeah, you're oh right. Oh, my gosh. All That's right, you again. guys. Well, thanks so much for watching this week, and thanks for uh, hanging out with us. And uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Yep, All right. Bye. Bye.